average football podcast. The average guys who podcast and shit. Woo! Well, first I want to start off by talking about something we talked about earlier in the week. Um, and who is the better Chargers wide receiver to start? Jalen Guyton or Josh Palmer? <laughs> yeah. Any consensus is, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I was thinking Guyton was the guy. You were thinking Palmer was the guy. Um, how many points did Palmer get? I'll tell you how many uh, Guyton got. Palmer went five for 66 and a touchdown. All right. And uh, Guyton, I know he had three catches, um, 87 yards and a touchdown. That's right. And, and it's, you know, I, I just, I'm, hitting myself, whatever the term is, kicking myself uh, <laughs> for not saying this earlier in the week because it's what I was thinking and it's what came true is that Jalen Guyton has the higher ceiling and Josh Palmer has the higher floor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just their archetype. Yeah. When anybody, when you look up a receiver on playerprofiler.com on the depth chart and their position is listed as stretch, that's because they have a high ceiling and they're fast. Yeah. And because yeah. they don't catch a lot of reception, they're not like a big old six-two reception possession receiver like uh, Josh Palmer is. And Josh Palmer also uh, was way under the radar. I think he was one percent rostered or two percent rostered even at the start of the game, probably. Yeah. And uh, went five for sixty-six and a touchdown. He's their third-round pick. Yeah. It's not. It's not really that hard to know he's going to get involved. I even saw a thing earlier in the week that like Austin Eckler was on a podcast and was like, Josh Palmer is the guy to pick up. Uh, and that's, that is uh that's a fantasy mansion. That's uh, the podcast I watch every week nice. on where this all stemmed from uh, the pod father. It's player profilers podcast. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. So, so yeah, there you go. Perfect. Heard it there first as with everything. How will we ever be better? than them uh you don't have to be you just have to be more fun exciting and cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) um well you you sent me a stream of texts uh you have a lot of players you want to talk about for this upcoming week maybe even a little bit about their performance this week um let's talk about it who you got How, on a scale of one to 10, and I know you were never super high on him, but what is your panic level on LaVisca Chenault if you're a LaVisca Chenault owner in Dynasty? I would hope you're just not a LaVisca Chenault owner. Uh, (laughs) I think this was pretty easy to see what was going on earlier in the season. Um, At this point, I mean, if you're still holding on to him, I don't know what you're holding on to him for. In Dynasty, I guess it's fine. Maybe. I don't know. He's had his chance. He hasn't proved anything. Trevor Lawrence just threw four picks. So here's why we like LaVisca Chenault. He's 6'1", 230 pounds, okay? Above average arm length, 35% college dominator, 28% college target share, and a second-round pick in 2020. He's not a bad receiver. But when you uh, not a bad receiver prospect, he's the right. right process player. However, 
runs a four five eight. Okay. Uh, you know, you can still be a great receiver running four five eight, but can you be a great fantasy receiver? I don't know. And then, you know, now you have DJ Chark out, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you're competing against 32-year-old Marvin Jones, Laquan Treadwell. Okay, Laquan Treadwell. Right. And you're beating out neither of them. No. At at 23. I I don't know if you're if you're I mean, are you out on Chenault for the rest of his career? Because he's only in the second year and receivers hit their prime in their third year. I'd say so. Chart comes back. Um, I assume I can pull up his contract. Um, but he'll be back. Uh, and then I imagine they also probably draft a receiver at some point. Not to mention they'll have ETN next year as well, which will probably – receive out of the backfield. So actually DJ Chark is an unrestricted free agent end of this season. So maybe, I mean, like if it's full dynasty and you have nothing better, don't drop him. But if, I mean, for this season, I don't know if you're in redraft, you should not have shit LaVishka Chenault at all on your team. Um, but yeah, in dynasty, I guess he does prove some value unless they choose to resign Chark, but they probably won't coming off injury. Um, unless he goes for pennies, which I mean, is kind of what he's earning now. So I guess we'll see. What's what's his contract, Lubiskas? Uh he's just becomes an unrestricted free agent end of year. And his base salary this season was two million, but the three years before was uh in in a backwards order, eight hundred eighty-four thousand, six hundred eighty-two thousand, four hundred eighty thousand. Uh you're talking about Lubiska. Oh no, chart. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. You also have Agnew. If you recall, Agnew is also on the IR, and he was outperforming LaVisca. True. He was getting more targets. True. Um, Dan Arnold, uh, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but LaVisca Chenault is signed until 2024, so he becomes a free agent in 2024. Okay. So is that enough reason in Dynasty – to hold on to him, or should we even really be trying to project what happens in 2023 and 2024? Um, I say he's like, if you're not losing any players and no, I mean, even then I would still probably drop him. I feel like it'd be more exciting to replace that roster spot in a draft or as a rookie. Um, his ceiling Do is you... not that high. Sorry. Would you rather have LaVisca Chenault or Laquan Treadwell in Dynasty? Chenault. Okay. Second round pick. I mean, yeah. they're going to keep throwing him the ball uh, at least. And Marvin Jones is old. You know, uh, Dan Arnold, they just traded too. So uh, it's he'll be the guy, even if they draft a rookie. Um, they'll probably put the rookie out as the number one and then have Chenault get the like be the second read or third read. I don't know. I mean, he'll get volume, but at that point, you're just betting on the Jaguars. Do you think Trevor Lawrence gets better? And then do you think um, they keep Urban Meyer? And so if so, do you think he gets better? Um, or mm-hmm. are you just waiting on a new coach who maybe is really good in their first year? But it's... Um, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to have to wait much longer if you're waiting on a new coach. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, they seem pretty committed so far. The- well, you've got to be. I mean, you can't. you can't 
you know, four months ago, say Urban Meyer's our guy, you know, he's going to take us next level. And then, oh, actually, he's really not that good. Sorry, guys, we didn't do any research, really. Yeah, it seemed like he hasn't done any research. Uh, while we're on the Jaguars, James Robinson. Um, what is Urban Meyer doing with James Robinson? Clearly most talented player on the team. Comes out this week and only uses him uh, in the last game against the Titans. Six rushes for four yards, no receptions, no targets. Um, like, what is he thinking? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, this is this was uh, fantasy RB1 last season. Uh, just it's tough because it, it feels like he views him as a satellite back just because he has his, you know, his birth, whatever Carlos Hyde in the backfield and and you know Carlos Hyde was so good against Michigan State in 2012 mm -hmm. right yeah. you know so we, we wouldn't want to use James Robinson who how many yards did he put up last season uh last year he had 1,070 rush yards uh and 344 receiving yards um average four and a half Mary wow, wow. Uh, this season this season 682 yards, which is just phenomenal, averaging almost five yards a carry mm -hmm. with another 28 receptions for seven and a half yards, and they're not even using him. No. 92nd percentile burst, uh, 90th percentile BMI. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this. If you are the Jacksonville Jaguars. How's their defense this year? They're, I don't know. They've been fine. Like, I feel like no team off the top of my head has really put up over 30. And if they have, it was uh, pretty fluky. I mean, I'm going to look up NFL defense rankings. They're probably like 24. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, they, they're mid. They're mid. They're mid. They're mid against other. They're mid against the run. And they're mid against the pass. Okay, so your defense is mid. That's fine. Yeah. If you're the Jaguars, you go O-line, right? Yeah. You but, have to. Well, I think they have a pretty solid O-line. Um, I feel like that's what they invested in this year. But you still go O-line, right? You have Trevor Lawrence yeah. in well, his second uh, year. Unless you're – I have to see how many draft picks they have. I, I don't – I would go wide receiver if I'm them. Let's uh, let's look uh, NFL projected draft order. This is like an awesome wide receiver class this year. You got to get one of those guys. It is not as good as this past year's. Okay, but it is still it still has some good guys. Yeah. All right, so Jaguars are projected second pick. Yeah. On CBSSports.com, every single one of the mock drafts has them going O-line. Okay. And they two out of three have them going Evan Neal from Alabama, which is exactly who I'd take. Do you know how tall Evan Neal is? 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and he plays for Bama. <laughs> He's a starting tackle for Bama. 
Didn't he get a third and first place votes for Heisman? I do not know. I know an Alabama player that wasn't Bryce Young got third place. Oh, Um, wouldn't that be uh, uh, Jamison Williams? Maybe. Maybe. Oh. No, he didn't. (laughs) Bryce Young first, Aiden Hutchinson second, Kenny Pickett third, CJ Stroud fourth. With first place votes or just uh, things in general? Total votes. Yeah. Counts your first, second, and your Yeah, I saw like okay. a first place vote one. That's what I was looking at. You know, of course, it's yeah. and everyone was like, uh, yeah, Will Anderson uh, got the yeah. uh, first place. Who's Will, oh, who's Will Anderson? Oh, he's a linebacker for Bama. I have heard of him. He is good. 6'4 from, from Georgia. Oh, man, I can't wait for that Cincinnati versus Bama. They're going to skunk them by, like, 50. Got to, right? No, they're not, dude. Cincinnati wins. Well, I will say, isn't Cincinnati's running back from Bama? I have no clue, but Cincinnati wins. Easy. It's going to be Michigan versus Cincinnati in the national championship. SEC bias ends forever. Playoff gets expanded to six. Everything is fixed and right in the world. All right, then I'm, I'll take you up on that bet for $1,000. <laughs> no, that's too much. <laughs> too steep. <laughs> I'll buy you beers. <laughs> I know. I would feel bad collecting money from you because that is just such a low probability take. <laughs> Put it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, we could just sit here and just go through every game and just say, this team's going to win by this much. <laughs> and then take it like, you know, four different takes for each game and just post the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, man. Yeah. The playoffs are college football players. are going to be exciting. I, uh, Alabama probably does win, but I do think it's going to be close. I think Cincinnati could definitely win. Uh, and uh, I would, yeah. I will be rooting for them. Yeah, for sure. Michigan definitely beats UGA. Uh, no doubt in my mind. You know, what a what an off year this year, huh? I mean, Georgia, Georgia as the number one for so long, strictly on the basis of being undefeated. Yeah. To just get destroyed by Bama, who everyone gave up on, even though we know they're Bama. Yeah. So, but gross. I don't even want to talk about college football. It's gross. Yeah, it is. It is gross, but yeah, um, best win was like Texas A&M or whatever, and they were like, oh, they're the best team ever. Anyway, um, yeah. back to real football, NFL football. Yeah. Yes, please. Um, I do have a fun segment. We can wait on it because I know that there's a bunch of free agents you want to talk about, uh, but I do want to try to build a DraftKings lineup uh, for tonight's game. Oh, dude, let's do one live. Let's do it. Okay. Can you share your screen? Yeah, I'll put it on. Let's do that one dollar. Do you want to do one too? No, let, let's just do like a podcast one. Okay. Like our, our consensus lineup. And I'll cash out be the half of whatever. Okay. Oh fuck. Hold on. Let me stop sharing while I log. Not that I'm gonna make you cash at me back, you know, if we win or something. You know, I, I don't, you know, I, I have yet to win 
you know, much at all. I had, I am net negative, but I've definitely won. Oh, good. Good. Well, that makes you feel better. I cashed out last season. I netted $30 this year. I've probably lost about 50. So I'm probably like net negative 20, but yeah, but every more game was funner to watch. Right. Yeah. Like that's a fine, that's fine. <laughs> Dude, Cardinals versus Rams is so good. Oh my yeah. God. That yeah. is so good. Oh then, my God. That's so good. Last time they played, the Rams got killed pretty much, and then they salvaged it with garbage time. Uh, this time, the Cardinals' defense isn't as good. I think this is definitely the shootout we want this week. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, building DraftKings lineup is going to be very difficult because of that. Everyone in this game could probably score a touchdown. Luckily, Daryl Henderson is out with COVID. Tyler Higby is now out with COVID. Um, Chase Edmonds is on IR. Um, Go heavy, Bryson Hopkins. You think so? Well, yeah, so there's a lot of value in this game. I was even thinking um, we could – I keep saying, ugh, annoying. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I was thinking, though, that uh, Makai Sargent was a good start because – okay. Tony Michelle, we know, has an injury history. Makai Sargent's the backup, and for only $900, he'll at least get four carries this game, even without Sony Michelle out. One of those could be on the one. Uh, who knows? Okay. And uh, let's uh, – magic of editing. Let's check that uh, handcuffs by May. I actually have that pulled up. So the Rams, it just shows Daryl Henderson and Sonia Michelle. It doesn't even have a. Oh, boo. It's Makai Sargent, though. Okay. Um, and then, okay, great. And and what's his profile look like? You want me to pull it up? Yeah, you can. I spell it? M-E-K-H-I. Above average agility. Oh, I looked this guy up. I looked this guy up last week. Undrafted oh. rookie. Oh, dude. It's not good. But he's big. He could get – he's touchdown dependent. Oh, do definitely. You to, do you – I don't know, man. Does he even weigh more than Sony Michelle? 208. Let's see, Sony. Yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Sony Michelle's better. You're not saying that Makai is better than Sony Michelle, but well, I mean, so also JV. I'd like to see the data on how many number one lineups in DraftKings started a backup running back. I actually, the one week I won this season, I started Chuba Hubbard in a game Christian McCaffrey started. I'm looking up starting and backup running back in DFS. See if I can find anything good. Should we start at quarterback? Well, so it isn't quarterback. It's the captain in the showdown night. So you choose the player. Basically, you think will score the most points because uh, you get the 1.5 bonus. 
Okay. okay. I will say it's pretty top heavy. One player. There's not a lot of great value here. I would say Zach Ertz maybe has some value. Zach Ertz definitely has some value. You can maybe go with a kicker. Rondo Moore is only three thousand. Uh, what's the what's the data on? Uh, and I know I'm not I'm not exactly producing clips here, but what's the what's the data on? What's the best position for your captain? Well, so it's full PPR. I think it. I mean, you really just okay. go for who you think will score the most points. You couldn't go wrong. Kyler Murray or Cooper Cup, I think even James Conner, I think could be a good captain. Wow, Chase Edmonds. Okay, so here's here's just a and and I'm hijacking the screen again. Go ahead. Um, fantasyfootballers.com source. Okay, we should be choosing a quarterback, running back, or wide receiver captain the vast majority of the time. I feel like we kind of do that, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, tight end was optimal captain just 3% of the time. Yeah. Kickers and defense, we need an outlier. Choose a captain on the favored team more often than not. Okay, so the, the captain was on the favored team 75% of the time in top 1% lineups. Wow. wow. So that's that's good data. I like that. Um, use Vegas totals when deciding what position to roster in the captain spot. Um, so in a total of 40 points or less, um, running backs dominate scoring 49 or more. It's Kyler Murray quarterback. And then wide receiver. So what's the over under for the game? It's definitely over 49 and a half. I don't even have to look at it. But yes, let's look at the Vegas line Monday night at football. Yeah. Uh, 51. So it's a huge line. Yeah. It's Kyler Murray. It is. Kyler Murray's the captain. Arizona's favored? No, actually, the Rams are favored. But I'm not willing to say that Matthew Stafford is the captain. <laughs> I would rather go with I've them. got I've got Cardinals are favored in uh or negative three is Cardinals. That does mean the favorite, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Cardinals are the favorite. Sorry. Okay, so Sorry. we so we captain Kyler Murray. Yes. Okay, great. That, that's good data. That's a that's good process. Yes. All right. So then you have to stack him, right, with a wide receiver. I think you have to get Cooper Cup. Well, let's stack Kyler Murray first. You want to go with DeAndre Hopkins? I think the only other Cardinals player I'd really want is James Conner. Or maybe Zach Ertz at 5.4. That's not a lot. 
I think this is where we're just going to play around. Like, let's see, we can get. Um, Look at that. Kyler Murray, Zach Ertz, Cooper Cup, James Conner, Rams kicker, Rondale Moore. Oh, you've got to take Rondale at 2,000. Look at that. I think just playing around for a second, that's a great lineup. Who do we leave on the board? Christian Kirk. Wait, can you scroll up? Matthew Stafford, DeAndre Hopkins, Van Jefferson, top three. Sony Michelle would be a good start, too, I think. Okay. But that's using every single dollar perfectly. The dart throw there would be the Rams kicker. But Chase Edmonds definitely out. Yeah, still on IR. And he's 4,600. Yeah. Did not get activated. So I feel like you have to start James Conner. But, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins will go against Jalen Ramsey, so I'm fine not starting him. Um, it's four-point passing touchdowns. Uh so Matthew Kyler Murray's Konami code, so you just hammer it. Definitely no, Kyler Murray. I'm talking about Matthew Stafford here. Kyler Murray's our captain. Not even worried. Questioning. Dude. That's Dude. a good lineup here. <laughs> it is, but can you find a way? What if we we could? I have two dollars left on my DraftKings account. We can make two one dollar lineups. We need to make one with Sony Michelle and okay. Matt Stafford. I'm just gonna enter this one. I feel good about it. Yeah, and then let's do one with four Rams and two Cardinals. Yeah, fuck it. Let's right? Then we kind of. <laughs> yeah, dude, and I'm gonna make you Venmo me one dollar. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't worry. I'll pay for my half, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yes of course i want to enter again I don't no know. you entered that that lineup twice bro why would i do that you said yes of course i want to enter again well yeah but why would that even be an option why would anyone want to enter the same lineup twice what does that even that's a good point that's a really good point why is that an option because like <laughs> the goal is to be first place and you don't get double the prize if you win first place twice. Dude, I just goofed. Lineup. <laughs> no, there's no way. You can edit your entry and no, everything. No, I know. No I know. I'm just saying, like, I goofed entries. Edit. Boom, edit. dude. Boom. All right. Let's Clear. Boom. We still want Kyler Murray's captain, I think. No, 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 no. You take Matt Stafford. What did the thing say? Did it say QB or wide receiver? Because I it was, said it. Yes, it did. In games over fifty or over forty nine, I would. I would almost lean Cooper Cup over Matthew Stafford. 
If we're going a Rams captain, potentially Sony Michelle, if running back is an option, uh, you might be it's able only to get 6,600. So 10.8 is captain. But uh, well, 16th ranked uh, run defense. So All right. Um, uh, uh, the, the Bryson guy. Hopkins? Yeah. Look at that. Let me pull up his player profiler. Sony Michelle, Captain, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Zach Ertz, Bryson Hopkins. Tonight's Bryson Hopkins breakout night. And you okay. said you wanted to do one with Sony Michelle. Put yeah. him in as captain. Fourth round pick in the 2020 draft, 82nd percentile, 40, above average, yeah. everything else. 23 college dominator, right? He was fine. He had an 800 yard receiving season his last season in college as a tight end. I mean, that's not bad. It's true. And, it's true. And, and okay, he's not bad, right? So are most of the players in the league. Now, let me show you who, who he's competing against. Right, and that's actually what I wanted to talk about on the death chart. Bryson Hopkins is number three, but Kendall Blanton is notably a blocking tight end. He had one catch last week, that's true, but he is used to block. He is 6'6", 262, great arms. He blocks. They will definitely use someone else as the receiving tight end. And it even says that in his profile on DraftKings, uh, which I think is crazy. Where is he? Blanton. If you pull it up, he's expected to start, but he's mainly served as a blocker during his time on the field, so he won't be tasked with matching his beast's output as a pass catcher. Uh, so Bryson Hopkins or practice squad call up Jared Pinkney. Kendall Blanton runs a four nine five. That's so slow. <laughs> that is ninth percentile. Yeah. He is a blocker. <laughs> he is a blocker. So what do you think about this? I think it's perfect. Let's do it. What did it say um, about running back as captain on an over-under? Uh, it's better when it is under 40. Under? Yeah. Well, so then, you know, one kind on of – On average. Yeah, one sort of bets against Vegas, but um, one doesn't. So we'll see. Let's see, just making sure that those are right. How do we see who won last week's? Let's see. Contests history you last 30 days <laughs> we could see my lineup which one won all right here we go i won seven dollars patriots atlanta yeah look at first place captain look at that <laughs> go look at first place yeah that's awesome by the way <laughs> um the rod nation 
He had Aguilar. He had a kicker. That's a, I feel like this is a outlier Falcons Patriots game. <laughs> History. Let's look at one that's similar to this. Like, let's see, I put up 129 in this game and it wasn't even good. So this is probably high scoring, like we're expecting. This was Charger Steelers. Number one, Austin Eckler, a little bit different than Sony Michelle, but still a running back on the team that put up over 40 points. Four and two players, four from one team, two from the other. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, had a had nobody under twenty four hundred dollars. Donald Parra. So yeah. All right. Let's go look at let's well let's look at another uh is what's right below that lineup in points. Right? It's probably pretty similar. I'll pull yeah. up another week though. That's kind of yeah, one yeah. thing is I only do like the night games, so pretty much the top are all the same with like one position. Uh yeah. I want to go by points again. One seventeen. The mini wishbone. This was on Thanksgiving. This was the entirety of all the Thanksgiving games. So that's different then. Yeah. Let's see. Is there a way to look up? Yeah, I guess. Is there a way to look up like not ones that I did, but just in general? <laughs> nah, I wish. I mean, maybe, but I've never. Maybe in that social tab, but yeah, let's just look at these. This one looks like a pretty normal one. Chiefs Broncos, yeah. A running back captain. Again, another pass catcher. Nobody under 4,200 here. Oof. But um, that's, yeah. The, the best. Oh, well, I guess that's not necessarily saying he's the best captain. That's just his captain. Let's see. Second place, also Adam is captain. Third place, fourth place, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Okay. All right. All right. I'm convinced. But, okay, so that's two running backs. Yeah, so – do you have any funds in your DraftKings that's building up? <laughs> I don't have a lot. I don't have it logged in on my work computer. Unbelievable. Let's go back to fantasy. Um, and one thing that's hard. Hmm. Oh, Quinn Ewers headed to Texas. Nice. Nice. I think one of these at least gets in the money. Probably not the number one lineup. But we've Dude, got we're going to be the number one lineup. You're right. No Let's speak no it into existence. Number one DraftKings lineup, $6,000 coming our way. You hear it here first on average football. Dude, you have to smash Bryson Hopkins at $200. Yeah, let's do it. And we did. Yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens. Any other players you want to talk about? Yes. 
one I know is on that list is Rashad Penny. Yeah, we should talk about him. He deserves to be talked about. So what's the uh, let's uh, let's look at let me pull up a few materials. Jeez, my Yahoo just updated. Kadarius Tony just got put on COVID reserve. Oh my gosh, man! All right. It's probably going to lag a little, but it's just for me and you. These are his, his week 14 highlights. Rashad Penny, one minute. Let's go. Keep in mind, this is the Texans. Yeah. But first-round pick, Rashad Penny. Oh, that's the run I saw when I texted you and said, Rashad Penny breakout. Okay, okay. I saw that stiff arm. I was like, this is it. And then he kept going. Like, finally. Dang, they stacked the line there. Yeah. Oh, a little counter play. Oh, that was nice. It was. Oh, wow. What a cut. That was nice. That was. That was against the Texans. Yeah, it was. Who they have rest of season. Whoa, Rashad Penny runs a 4-4-6. No, he's great. Out of college, he was like my favorite prospect just because he went to San Diego State. I was like, I really hope he does well. So I'm glad he finally at least has a breakout. But he went Dude, to- how did we miss this? 98% We've got to do better. We have got to do better. I was, I mean, How like, we I, missed I, that. It's Alex Collins and first round pick Rashad Penny. Yeah. In his athletic prime at 26 years old. <laughs> this is it. Best, best comparable to Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he's great. That is just should have been, but unfortunately, he never was that great. Best performance in a season: forty-seven fantasy points per game average of eight point four, and that was in nine games played. So, yeah. it's one of. But the- he's also a pass catcher. Eleven percent or ten percent college target share. Yeah, so he can do a little bit of stuff, and he just had a great game. Is. Is he a buy or a sell? I'll buy. Um, I, think I'll, I think I'll buy. I think I'm putting out a claim. Why not? This is the end of season where pickings are thin. Maybe you don't start him yet, but put him on your lineup. If someone gets hurt, you start him if you have to. And he'll maybe get 
like this week, a lot of points, or maybe he'll just get like six. But I think that's a solid floor at this point in the season with injuries running high. I think he does. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So why not, we might as well buy on the Rashad Penny hype. Oh, my team is just freaking gross. I I just want to upgrade. But there's two weeks left in the season in fantasy. Is it the playoffs next week? No, you have one more week and then the playoffs. So I have to win next week. You have to win next week. Unfortunately, I'm beating you with Larry Fitzgerald in my lineup. I know. I know, and I'm starting Bryson Hopkins. <laughs> that is just crazy. I had Logan Thomas, TJ Hawkinson, and Darren Waller last week on my team. Now I'm now I'm starting Bryson Hopkins. Nice. Dude, Tyler Higby's vaccinated. God, let him play. I just feel bad. I don't even know, like. I didn't want that to happen. Oh. I even helped you build a lineup this week. Like, you literally didn't even have a lineup going into this week, and I gave you enough players to field a pretty solid lineup. I gave you Dalvin Cook, who got you 35. I know. I know. Just uh, unlucky, really. DK Metcalf, <laughs> moving on. Dude, I can't believe I traded Austin Eckler. I traded Eckler after week three, bro. I traded Eckler at his peak, too, and he's still – well, now he's hurt. He got hurt this week. Did you see? No. Uh-huh. Yeah, he got hurt. So well, he, he's been banged up. He's been banged up. got hurt. So, Justin Jackson or Joshua Kelly, who both suck. Neither. You don't pick up either. No, you don't. You don't pick up either. Uh, you hope Keenan Allen comes back and you keep riding your Justin Herbert. That's what happens with your Austin Eckler. Boring, because I don't own them. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. This is the worst part of the season when it's pretty much over. It's uh, I'm out of the playoffs, basically, in the league that I'm most excited about. I am out of the playoffs. You've got officially to out, even yeah. if even if Taiman loses next week. Yep, I'm out. I am out of the playoffs. <laughs> We should have done a 16 playoff. Yeah. We should have done a 16 playoff because we're this late in the season and we still have people in the top four places who aren't the top four scorers. Yeah. And so we should have done a 16. I think next year I'll give it to five with the fifth being the top scorer that didn't make the playoffs, regardless of record. Can you set that? Yeah. I'll just manually put it in. That's sick. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I think that's what it should be with a wild card spot. Number one gets the buy. Are we playing on Yahoo next year? (laughs) I would like to move to Sleeper, but I don't know. I don't care. It's nice that all of my leagues are on Yahoo right now, so it's like kind of nice, but you can do Sleeper a lot more. I would love to do decimal kicker scoring. Dustin Hopkins made a 48-yarder, and I was like, why am I only getting four? I should get 4.8. I agree. By the way, Boswell missed a 49-yarder this week. 
I at least he didn't get negative points. Did yours? No, you don't get uh, negative points. For kickers really, league, yeah. Which I think is something that's fair. Kickers shouldn't lose points. You're already netting negative three to start with. Safety should be worth more than two in fantasy. These are problems with fantasy scoring. Why are safeties only worth two? It's a possession change and two points. It should be worth at yeah. max 10 points, which is the most you can get. I think defensive safeties should definitely get you a couple more than two points. Easy. Maybe like maybe like three and a half or four. Yeah. Ten is what we have in our league. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Really? Yeah, ten points for a safety. That's a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and a safety. I did not know that. I think that's fair. It rarely happens. I'm playing in one league. If they end the game holding a team to negative yards, they get 100 points. It'll never happen, but it's funny that it's an option. That's actually cool. Yeah, 100 points. If they get negative yards. So do you just play the defense playing the Texans every week, even though you do that anyways? Yeah, I probably do that anyway. Um, okay, Seahawks have three safeties this season. Colts have three safeties this season. Wow. So chase the safety. Do you chase the safeties in our league? I guess so. I guess you just start the Colts every week. I hope you get plus 10. <laughs> is past safeties an indicator of future safeties? <laughs> I don't know. I would uh, I would wager so because that probably means good punter. So maybe good punter is the indicator of good chance of getting a good a safety. The Seahawks and Colts defense. Oh, the Seahawks defense is available. Yeah. It, the Seahawks defense got 18 points against the 49ers when they got a safety last in week 13. That's crazy. All right, man, I got to go. All right, dude. This was fun. We'll see yeah, you. Let's talk. See ya. Let's talk during the game since we have those lineups. Yes, yes. I'll be texting you. I'll definitely have it on on like at least a second screen. Average football podcast, the average guys who podcast and shit.